I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun, for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to the Steelers. Tales from 2 a.m. I almost caught up the Steelers retro show, Kevin. I was all excited because <clears throat> that is uh, when we're talking about memories. That's the name of the show. But Tales from 2 a.m., another memory show. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. Kevin Smith is along with me. It is Super Bowl Sunday. This is my national holiday desperately want the black and gold to be in it. There's always a little hole in my heart when they are not playing, but it's still the big game. I'm excited for the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. People are asking me who I'm rooting for. I will not know until maybe the first series of the game because I'm going to see how the atmosphere, how everything grabs me and how I'm feeling at the time. Because right now I really don't have hatred for a team. I don't have a love for a team. I have respect on both sides of the ball. So that's kind of what I'm looking for here. Kevin, who are you looking for in this game as far as rooting? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, <clears throat> I'm sympathetic towards the chiefs. I like Andy Reid an awful lot. Uh, I, you know, I live, I live about an hour from Philadelphia and I mean, I followed Reid for a lot of those years when he was in Philly and I, uh, you know, I thought that he, Philly fans can be tough, just like Steelers fans can be tough. I, I thought that Reed got beat up uh, when, when he was in Philadelphia. I mean, he was never able to get over the top and win the big one in Philly. But I always thought that he had a great coach, uh, or he was a great coach. I thought his schemes were really fascinating. I loved, I loved studying his stuff. Uh, so you know, I'm, I'm happy for him, and uh, and obviously as a Steelers fan, like I said earlier, I'm, I'm not exactly. Uh, you know, I, I don't feel like Tom Brady needs to add any more hardware to his his mantle. You know, <laughs> absolutely. At this point, it six, seven, nineteen doesn't matter. At this point, Giselle, 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Come on. The, uh, the supermodel wife that makes more money than you do. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and you make a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. The, there you go. There's a, there is a deal with the devil. I mean, he Tom Brady might be like, he might be 97 years old and made a deal with the devil. And when the devil comes to pay up, it is going to be huge. Yeah. There's a... And, and uh, there's an old story from old English called uh, Dr. Faustus uh, by, uh, by Philip, or is it Christopher Marlowe? Uh, anyway, uh, a deal with the devil story where, you know, like uh, Faustus wants invisibility and, uh, and the devil grants it to him. And then he tries to cheat the devil out of it in the end. And whenever I, whenever I hear that story referenced, I think about Brady. <laughs> Absolutely. Something's going on there. Just like we talk about Danny Smith Jr. and how we used to talk about Daniel McCullers. They have naked pictures of somebody. But I digress. Let's go ahead and uh, talk about more of the NFL honors. The big thing for me, I was really watching for TJ Watt. I really wanted him to get Defensive Player of the Year. But more important for me is the Hall of Fame. I've been to a Hall of Fame induction when John Stallworth got in. That was also the same day that Jim Kelly got in with that inspirational speech. I'm a communications major. Speeches mean the world to me, and I thought that was fantastic. But when John Stallworth was doing his speech, and he said, I would like to thank the fans from Western Pennsylvania. This guy wearing a gray T-shirt that just had Pittsburgh Steelers across the front like they wore in the 70s with eye black and a Steelers helmet stood up and clapped. And on the big screen was your boy, Brian Anthony Davis, on national television on ESPN clapping for John Stallworth. I cannot find, I, I cannot find that. If anybody has a old VHS with that on there. I would love to see it because uh, <laughs> you know, I've, I've, I've looked it up on YouTube and uh -huh. I can't find it, but um, that's the hall of fame is the ultimate when Donnie shell went in last year. I mean, that meant more than anything. You knew that eventually Bill Cower was going to get in. And I thought that was going to be great. Everybody know, knew Troy Palomalo was getting in, but for Donnie shell to get in huge news to me. Waited a long time to see Stallworth and Swan get in. We waited a long time to see Bettis get in, but not as long as some of the others. I am still waiting, and there's two guys right now that we're going to wait a little longer for Heinz Ward. He's going to probably get in, but he's probably going to have to wait until year 19 or 20 to get in. They're going to make him wait. The big guy for me, L.C. Greenwood, why Hollywood Bags is not in the Hall of Fame. I do not understand. Your thoughts on the continuing to keep him out of it. Is it because there are too many Steelers in the Hall of Fame? That's what I think. From that team in that era, yes. I just I think that it's like, you know, you're got you gotta prioritize and you gotta like we were talking about earlier uh, about spreading the wealth. Um and you know, again again, I don't I don't know if this is one of those things where uh, you know, they just say, hey, we got kind of like a priority list and we're going to, you know, kind of push for the older guys on this priority list. Uh, what would, a, what would make an older player, you know, what would, what would make somebody advocate specifically more for an older player now, uh, you know, in, in this year, as opposed to five years from now, I don't know. I mean, it's gotta be availability maybe. Uh, but I definitely think that the, the hall, it feels a little saturated with Steelers from the seventies. Well, I got to tell you, the reason that 
it is saturated with those players is because of one man. And he finally got his due yesterday. So I got to tell you, hats off to Bill Nunn Sr. That, to me, is the most important inclusion in this whole thing. He started off with the Pittsburgh Courier. And he was highlighting what, and this is an official term, um, his HBCs, historically black colleges. And he would go ahead and scout them and highlight them. He's the reason that you have a guy from Southern University. You have Mel Blunt. You have a guy from South Carolina State in, in Donnie Shell. You've got these guys. You've got Stallworth. Where did Stallworth go to college? Can you tell me? Alabama A&M. Yeah, very good. Very good. Um, I stumped uh, I stumped Dave Schofield, which was a big deal. For Anytime you stump Dave Schofield, you're like, yes. And I stumped <laughs> Jeff the other day um, with that very same thing. Yeah, nobody knew who that guy was. So when you look the day after the 1974 draft in the newspaper, they were saying Steelers got a great player at number one. And number two, they've got a guy in Lambert that is going to be lucky to be the fifth linebacker on this team. They got a lot of question marks with the rest of their picks. Mike Webster. Yeah, question mark. The question mark around Mike Webster. How did he last until number five? Question mark around John Stallworth. Why did it wait? Why did it take so long for this guy to make the Hall of Fame? You know, th- those are the question marks. That was widely regarded as one of the greatest drafts of all time. Um, the 49ers had a couple great ones. I mean, we've had some great drafts, but when you talk about the ultimate draft, it's 1974. This had Bill Nunn's stamp on it completely. In fact, they went to Bill Nunn. And they're like, well, we got Swan now. He's like, no, you've got to take Stallworth. You're probably not going to get him. And then when he's still around at number four, Bill Nunn's saying, get him. Get Stallworth. You will not regret it. And they're like, okay, well, we'll, we trust you. They went ahead and got Stallworth. The rest is history. They're not winning four Super Bowl titles without Bill Nunn. And Bill Nunn Sr., hats off. I'm so glad he is in his rightful place in the Hall of Fame. We lost him in 2014. He's going to be going in posthumously. His son, Bill Nunn Jr., who a lot of people know as Radio Rahim in Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing. He also was the male lead with Whoopi Goldberg in Sister Act. He was best friends back in the day with Art Rooney too, and they would hang out at training camp together. And there's a great story of Art too talks about how he and Bill Nunn Jr. took Joe Green's car for a joyride. <laughs> And got in a lot of trouble for it. Uh, it's just fun stuff. So Bill Bill uh, Nunn Jr., who we lost about three or four years ago as well, they the NFL made a mistake yesterday when they went ahead and put out the uh, the card, the uh, the image Hall of Fame. They put Bill Nunn Jr.'s picture on it, and they quickly took it down. But Dave Dave Schofield captured that and put that out, and uh, they did make a mistake there. It was it was actually. Uh, Quite funny, but they corrected it right away. But for those of you that do not know anything about Bill Nunn Sr., go ahead and read about him. This guy was absolutely amazing. Uh, The Roonies went to him in 1968 and said, why don't you come on over? We're reading what you're putting out. You can help our scouting department. He kind of revolutionized the game of football, and he is one of the main reasons 
that there are six trophies on the north side of Pittsburgh. Yeah. You know, it's incredible when you think about that 70s team. So it, it starts with Joe Green, right, who they, who they get out of North Texas State. Uh, then it's Terry Bradshaw out of Louisiana Tech. Then it's the 74 draft where you get, you know, a bunch of guys from the HBCs. You get Lambert out of Kent State. Uh, I mean, they're doing an amazing job finding talent out of, you know, what today we would call these non-Power 5 schools. Um, And and that that tradition's even continued a little bit. I mean, you know, uh, Roethlisberger's Miami, Ohio, Antonio Brown's Central Michigan. I mean, the Steelers have always seemed to uh, put a lot of emphasis on, you know, kind of looking where maybe some other teams aren't directing their focus. And obviously it's paid off for them. And I got to tell you, the uh, one of the things that you got to look at that you don't really think about when you think of Bill Nunn, you think of the historically black player, the black colleges and those players from there. But he also was instrumental in picking Jack Lambert. Now, Jack Lambert is still a little bit upset that he wasn't picked number one over Lynn Swan in that draft, but an amazing draft. And I got to I got to look out, look at the live chat here and I see a, a name of uh an old friend who I've never seen in the live chat before. And I'm going to bring his name up on the board here. Agreeing. My good friend, Bob Lore says, I agree that it definitely was the best draft ever. 1974 definitely was. I want to talk about the seventies and I want to talk about the Super Bowl. But before I get into that, I need to talk about the Jersey that I'm wearing today. And I, I tell you what, I got props from my friend, Kevin Smith here saying that anybody that owns a lineman Jersey has his respect. Numbers, well, you can't see it there, so I'll just go ahead and do this. Number 66, Alan Fanica. About damn time that this guy got in, Kevin. Yeah, that's a, I told uh, Brian before the show that it, that's a true fan. When you got a lineman jersey on, that's a true fan right there. But, uh, yeah, and uh, who, who threw it up? Was it Dave? Somebody put up something that showed Fanica, like, Congratulations, Hall of Famer Alan Fanica. And he was in his Cardinals jersey. I, I did that. Oh, was that you? Yeah, they, they did one for the Steelers, too. The Jets, I guess, ignored it. <laughs> the Jets didn't really put anything out. But, you know, I, I get it. You know, they, the the Cardinals are trying to, like, hey, we got we to gotta go ahead and jump on this bandwagon, too. So <laughs> they don't have many Hall of Famers. So, yeah, they, they I thought that was funny, so I put that one out. I'm like, hey, it's great that this guy from the Cardinals got in. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Alan Fanica, when you think about the Pittsburgh Steelers, he's a guy who is, you know, you could just like kind of put on film of him. And, you know, if, if you said like, hey, what what are the Pittsburgh Steelers all about? And put on Alan, Alan Fanica's tape, roll that tape. Uh, you know, he was just so physical and, and athletic for a guy as, as strong as he was and a no-nonsense guy. I think when, when, when we look at the current Steelers team, there's a lot of people, whether for kind of like, nostalgic reasons or, you know, purely football reasons that look at the way the Steelers operated when, you know, their identity, when their identity was taken from guys like Fanica and Casey Hampton and say, we got to get back to being that team. You know, we, we got to get, we got to get our offensive linemen out of these two point stances, get their hand in the ground, get them off the ball, uh, you know, move some people up front, you know, not not go back to the 1970s or in Fanica's case the 90s and early 2000s, uh, you know where you're where where football emanates through the run, but 
but establish that mindset as a football team again. We got we got to be tougher and more physical. Uh, and I think that Fanica in, in our in recent memory is probably the epitome of that for the Steelers. Absolutely, and he was the original Big Al. That we used to call him Big Al back in the day. And now we've got another Big Al in Al Villanueva. And those are my two jerseys that I have of linemen. I've got both Big Al's. So this is the one I'm most proud of. Man, the Hall of Fame ceremony this year is going to be off the hook. I hope that uh, we have an opportunity as fans to be able to enjoy this because you've got Bill, you've got Donnie, you've got Troy, you've got Alan, and posthumously, you've got Bill Nunn. It is going to be black and gold like crazy. Now, there's some two, there's two other guys that are going to be in there. So the Steelers will most likely be playing the Hall of Fame game against the Cowboys since they did not get a chance to play it. I think that's almost, I think that was said that that's going to be a given if they go ahead and play that game. There's a lot of cow, Cowboys in there. There's a guy named Cliff Harris that went in last year. And I do that. I'm, I'm looking for more of a smile because the first, the first uh, time I ever met Kevin Smith was because of his moniker on BTSC when he was writing was Cliff Harris is still a punk. And we're going to talk about that game in just a minute. So Cliff's going in. There are going to be other Cowboys going in. Drew Pearson got in yesterday. That's another guy. It's about time. Drew Pearson, everything that he's done to get in, it is great that he's finally in. Another guy that will get in, if you're if you remember way back, like you and I do, Kevin, Tom Flores, the first Latino quarterback in the league, the first Latino coach, a guy that won two Super Bowls. He's 83 years old. He gets to go in, he gets to enjoy going in. And I think this was one guy that was overlooked for a long time in Tom Flores. As a Steeler fan, didn't like him because he was a Raider. Yeah. But when I, when I stand back and I go up into the press box and I look at a 30,000-foot view, I look, I look down and I see what Tom Flores has accomplished. Hats off. I am so glad to see him in. Thoughts on Flores and Pearson? <clears throat> well, Coors Light has uh, got, uh, you know, yep. launched the can. Maybe they got Tom Flores in. I don't know. That was, that was a very interesting campaign, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I, and yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. So Pearson, I'll tell you a quick story about, uh, I had a buddy growing up, um, my friend Dave, who was a heck of a football player. He went, he went, uh, to Lafayette college. He broke a lot of their records as a wide receiver. He wound up getting a free agent, uh, tryout with the Eagles, uh, loved Drew Pearson. He had, he was, he was most of my friends growing up as a little kid were all were Steeler fans because they were the best team and we were little kids and we were bandwagoners and, you know, it just stuck with, with me and with most of them. He was a Cowboy fan. Uh, Dave, and and whenever we would play football at the ballpark or wherever we would play, he would wear that Drew Pearson jersey, that '88 jersey. And me, me and my buddy Ed, we would always be like, you know, the the big, the coolest, the coolest position to play with was free safety. You'd lock up everybody would lock up man to man, and then the extra guy would who would you know be locked up on the quarterback would go play free safety. And me and my buddy Ed would trade off playing free safety, and every every time Dave would wear that Drew Pearson jersey, we would say. I'm going to knock out Drew Pearson. You know, that was our, that was our, <laughs> our big thing. Like if we get a shot on Dave, love you, Dave, you know, you're one of our good friends, man, but you're wearing a Drew Pearson Cowboys Jersey and we're going to freaking come try to decapitate you. You know, so that was, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You know. So speaking of uh, taking a cowboy out, we mentioned it earlier, 
I got to talk about your greatest Super Bowl memories is Jack Lambert versus Cliff Harris and Roy Jarella in the background. Is that one of the greatest Super Bowl memories that you have? I mean, that's the moment I became a, a Steelers fan, you know, like uh, I can still see the scene. And it was however, 40 some years ago, you know, at my grandparents house and everybody's in the, you know, it's the 1970s and it's like orange shag carpet and brown paneling on the walls. And uh, we're all crammed in there watching the Super Bowl and my uncle's in there. And I remember my uncle saying, you know, he was a big Eagles fan, my uncle. And he, you know, he's like, we'll never root for the Cowboys. We're rooting for the Steelers. And I was, you know, little and impressionable. And I was like, oh, all right, let's root for the Steelers. And uh, and then, there, you know, that moment where Lambert takes Cliff Harris and slams him to the ground after Cliff Harris taunts the kicker. And I never, and my uncle was probably very impressionable in my in my life, you know, at that time. I'm named after him. This is my uncle, Kevin. And, um, and he's yelling, who taunts a kicker? Who taunts a kicker? And, you know, Lambert throwing him to the ground and standing over him. And it was like a superhero moment, you know. He was like Batman. Um, and so years later when, you know, BTSC, when I, when I became aware of it and I had to create my own, you know, screen name or whatever, I was like, I don't know. What do you know? I had no idea really what I wanted to do. And I, so I thought, all right, what really for me is the essence of being a Pittsburgh Steeler fan? I went back to that moment. And uh, yeah, came up with Cliff Harris is still a punk, so I'll I'll uh, I'll call him a punk till till the day I die. But I actually hear he's a decent dude, so I, I you know I can't really personally feel that way about him. He absolutely is. But when I read your name for the first time, I had no clue who you were. It was probably two or three years before I finally met you. But I knew right then when I read that that you were my friend. <laughs> I'm like, this guy's awesome. I love it. So uh, I know we're uh, we're getting short on time here. Um, top Super Bowl memory besides that one of the Steelers and top Super Bowl memory of all time for you that does not include the Steelers. Um, well, the, the Antoine Randall L. to Heinz Ward reverse pass that pretty much put Super Bowl 40 away was – maybe the most satisfying moment because that was finally the moment when you knew they were going to win the Super Bowl after a 26-year drought. You and I were little kids when they won those four Super Bowls in the 70s. But then, I mean, think about it. When when are the years where your favorite football team is like the most important to you? It's probably like when you're in high school and when you're in college, when you're in your teens and in your 20s and you're just so passionate about it. And that's when the Steelers were at their worst for us, you know, like, or at least they're, they're least successful in terms of Super Bowls. So that 26 year stretch from being a little kid in the seventies to Super Bowl 40 was a long stretch. And that was a nerve wracking Super Bowl because the Steelers, well, Roethlisberger and specifically played terribly and, and, and you just, they could never get any separation and it's 14, 10 in the fourth quarter and you're still holding your breath. And they hit that reverse pass to, and just Heinz Ward gleefully leaping into the end. Remember the cover of Sports Illustrated where he's like kind of extending the ball out and he's, and he's got, know, got that a big grin. smile on his face. Yeah. And that was like, you know, like when I as a, just felt to myself, like, oh my God, they're going to win the Super Bowl. You know? And I can still hear Bill Hillgrove. And this place is a Steelers maniac haven. Yeah. And, when, and after that play, I had a pen that had four. 
for memories of you hit the button and it would play those sound bites. And that was oh. one of them. And the pen died because I played it so much. I bought two of them and they both died. And now I would do anything to find that pen again. I bet you if I look on, on eBay, I can probably find one and pay about $40 for it, but I got to get that pen back. You know, my buddy, my buddy's got a, a ringtone on his phone. Every time he gets a text message, it, it plays the soundbite where John Belushi in the movie Animal House screams out, food fight! So every single time <laughs> that he gets a text message, that would be a cool a cool thing. Every time that you, like, uh, you know, or, or, or uh, the old uh, when Franco Harris catches the, the pass in the Immaculate Reception, you know, the, the, the call. Absolutely. So that is so great. So you had so many Super Bowls without the Steelers in it. Is it is there one that sticks out that was really satisfying, even though it wasn't black and gold? Yeah, I mean, personally, you know, all my all my closest friends, you know, now in my life, they're all Eagles fans. And my college roommate, who I've you know now I've known since nineteen eighty eight, you know, a lot of my relatives, uh, people I work with. I mean, they're all you know. This is I live in South Jersey. It's Eagles country. They're Eagles fans, and. And Eagles fans, you know, they're passionate and they have suffered for a long, long time. And to see them win uh, against the Patriots a few years back in 2017 with Nick Foles at quarterback, not, a, not the guy that you would think would be able to knock off Tom Brady, but just the way they played that game. I mean, to play, the Eagles played that game like they got nothing to lose, you know. And they, I mean, you really, sometimes you get into the big game and you're afraid to make a mistake and you, you play it tight to the vest, especially when it's a close game. I mean, they played it just, uh, I mean, all their cards on the table, that vid- that video clip when Foles comes to the sideline and they're going to run a two point play. And Peterson says, zone, Doug Peterson, the head coach says, zone, you know, what do you like? And Foles is like, what do you think about Philly special? And Peterson gives it like two seconds thought. And he's like, yeah, why not? You know, like that's how they get to, to Philly special. Not because like, oh, you know, we've really schemed for this moment and we got him set up perfectly, but Foles threw it out there and Pearson was like, let's go for it. And they hit now what's like kind of like an, one of the most iconic Super Bowl plays, the Philly special. So, so I was really happy for my friends. I'm, I'm no Eagles fan, but like my friends were so happy after that. It was like the relief of the entire, you know, their entire lives uh, for the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. Now that said... Um, that within two years they went back being miserable and and now they yeah. all they all hate you know like Carson Wentz <laughs> now and they're miserable but yeah they had a moment I was happy for the, their moment yeah that, the great moments you know for me there's a bunch of them there's John Elway in the helicopter there is there's got to be you got to talk about uh, Joe Montana beating the Bengals twice gotta love that I'm not a Niners fan but that was huge for me. Jeff Hostetler, who's from Johnstown, where I'm from, beating the with the whole uh, wide right and beating the Bills in that Super Bowl in the uh, the landscape of of uh, what was the Persian Gulf War. There's so many great memories. Janet Jackson's nipple, all those <laughs> things. You know, uh, you, there's every anything could happen on Super Bowl Sunday. Whether the black and gold's in it, I love it. I'm there. I can't wait for this game. So thank you so much for your time, Kevin Smith. I appreciate it. We're going to let you get on out of here. It has been great talking about Steelers and Super Bowl memories, and we could talk about that forever. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on. Have a great day, everybody. All right. Good eating today, man. It's a Super Bowl of eating as well today, Brian. Oh, I'm making my famous chili.
Uh, Award-winning, four-time People's Choice champion, Chili. Oh, there, okay. I got, I got pulled pork going. So, oh, nice, yeah. nice, really good. So great. Whatever you're eating, whatever you're doing, enjoy the Super Bowl. It comes once a year. It's going to be different this year. It's going to be odd this year because, but the NFL is going to do what they can do to make this an event once again. So I can't wait. For Kevin Smith, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. Look at the clock. It's two a.m. somewhere. And I got to tell you, just do me a favor, be safe, be true to yourself, and always be behind the steel curtain. We'll see you. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.